0: Hey guys, so we're back today with episode 6, I think, Uh, and today we're going to be talking about fear and the importance of it and how we try to overcome ourselves and the different things that myself and Mark are scared of.
1: Morning guys, um, episode 6 today with the Honest Hustle podcast, thank you so much for, for listening and taking time out of your day. Today we're going to talk about fear, um, fear, something that I think everybody goes through, everybody like feels probably on a regular basis, I know I do, um, fear can be, it can be contributed and can be, it can be so many different things to so many different people, so today we're just going to talk about that and see where it takes us. Hmm. So, how are you keeping Ethan? Doing alright?
0: I'm fine, yeah. I'm (coughs) excited for today's episode. I think it's a very uh, important topic. Um, Something, as you say, everyone can can relate to. And uh, it's something which I think everyone sort of needs to experience or it's healthy to have some kind of fear in their lives. Uh, It can be a very powerful thing. So, if I was to say
1: fear to you then like what, what, what would that mean to you or what would you initially think of would it be your own fears or
0: well I suppose most, most people think um, of the very obvious things first so like my biggest fear is probably heights um, mm. probably because I, I kind of justify it because um, <laughs> the the the, the possible the possible fact that I might fall from a height would take no prisoners like other people kind of have like in my eyes unwarranted fears of mm-hmm. say like a like a bumblebee or a wasp or something like they're not they're never going to die from <coughs> from getting stung by a bee but if they fell from a uh, a 60 foot drop or something then like that would take no prisoners so that's kind of how i justify it but um i wish uh, i wish i didn't have that fear and I've, I've made a sort of a pledge over the next year to try and do as many things <coughs> to uh, to go against that so
1: were you always a fearful sort of kid, or that we did we scared
0: stuff growing up, or no, no? If
1: you're going back into that, like, would you?
0: Not necessary. No, I wouldn't have said. I wouldn't have said that. Well, I can remember a, a very distinct memory is one time we were up at the North Coast and we were up at Ramor Head, which is like a big cliff face, and I remember my dad taking me up like right up to the. To the cliff edge and like looking over and oh, i assume he was obviously doing it in a, in a safe way like but uh, that was the first time where i, I really remember uh, like the, the sheer vastness of uh, of a cliff face and how far down the sea was and uh, I, it was the first time i really remember being properly scared about it um the next time i can remember <clears throat> it was um when I was about eleven or twelve, we went, or as part of like a a youth trip somewhere, yeah. we went um, abseiling, mm-hmm. or and rock or, and uh, rock climbing, and uh, I I I was fine with the rock climbing because it was indoors and it was um, you, you were harnessed in the whole time mm-hmm. and there was mm-hmm. no real danger to it and. I was okay going up the way and, and even coming back down again, but see, Abseil and going over that edge, like, oh, and into that abyss of <laughs> of what was realistically just a twelve foot drop, I just couldn't do it. Uh, so I didn't. I, I've never actually been Abseil since. So yeah, uh, it, I like that. They, they're two distinct memories of, of a fear of heights that I've had, and uh, and even now, like it's yeah. still, I'm still not great with it. But
1: um, no, I think we're all. We I've run away things that we're scared of. Um, like, for me, because I have asthma, that's always been kind of like a, like a sort of practical fear because it's kind of, I've had a few wee dicey moments over my life. That, Jumbo's dog. Yeah, a friend, Jumbo, <laughs> the, the dog, and a lovely puppy, but she flipping, and any time I go near her, like my, my, my throat seems to seize over, but... Um, no, I, I've had that, so there's been times where maybe I've been caught short with an inhaler or um, right, right, and through even to my 20s, even to like like times this year that it can be really. Um, so I have to kind of bring it with me a lot, and it's something I'm working through and trying to beat, but um, I suppose that's probably the main one. I used to have these silly ones that I think we all have, like, used to have <laughs> fear of like, swallowing tablets. <laughs>
0: Um, but but I think fears fears like a, like your asthma fear or uh, I think those those kind of fears are important like because it, it kind of in some ways it reminds you of sort of who you are or something yeah. like a, if you if you know what I mean but then at the same time you would hate hate for someone to impose like limitations on themselves because of those fears yeah, I which think, is
1: I think there's like irrational fears
0: yeah um, I'm
1: actually on the phobia list here, and um, nebophobia is a fear of clouds.
0: Right.
1: Which I think bit, that's a
0: bit irrational.
1: Or neophobia is a fear of anything new, which for a lot of people like well, that. Well,
0: that's, I can relate, I could relate to that. Yeah. Or neophobia
1: is a fear of wines. Um. Some really random ones. (laughs) Orthophobia is a fear of property. (laughs) Which I don't know how you're really gonna survive life with that. But um no, like I think there's so much irrational fears. I think we have barriers in our lives that Mm. if we can tackle, they'll really set us free and we can really go and um live life really well. So like like for example, a real one that that so many people would kind of have um, would be, you know, fear of public speaking? You know, wouldn't that be kind of one that everybody would
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I... It's something I've never really... I've been lucky to not experience, really. Um, Maybe when I was very young, like, primary school or early secondary school i was sort of i was maybe scared of something like that there but i i love public speaking but i think it's because i can i'm able to waffle well but still sound as if i'm no i know what i'm talking about possibly i don't know but uh yeah a lot of people are scared of that um it's which again well i I can understand that one a bit Mm -hmm. more um but it's that's more probably more of a confidence thing and uh just a skill set and something that needs to be learned
1: yeah i think i think. I think if you if maybe if you try and like diagnose or fear that it's nearly like <clears throat> being shown as vulnerable or not known or being made mm-hmm. fun of or being embarrassed and um or found out and there, there's so much irrational fears that
0: yeah it's like uh what you call that imposter syndrome yeah like,
1: like and to be fair flip we i i still get it every single <laughs> day um I, I feel like well I think
0: we both feel like that sometimes is, with regards is, to honest and is, like is today how well it's out. going.
1: Is is today the day I'm gonna find out.
0: Um and like we we joked all the other day like about how like in twenty years' time when we write a business book or something about like how we accidentally done X, Y, and Z. <laughs> and
1: it's, it's so true, but it was actually quite reassuring because um even on that I seen Michelle Obama. She's releasing a new book at the minute and She's doing the sort of media tour and um, she actually says that that she would still feel yeah. or felt during it that she would still feel a bit of imposter syndrome. But well,
0: she she's an interesting. Like she grew up was not like in the in the poor part of Chicago yeah, and stuff, and, and a, like made her end up making her way into uh into Yale Law, and then up mm-hmm. through into the White House. Like yeah,
1: but she was a partner in the law firm. Like you know, it was pretty pretty cool. Like but um, no, like there's so many irrational fears that people have and i i would say rational because you know you you can sort them out and you can really Mm -hmm. fix them um trying to think like like
0: like i know like sort of i'm i'm diabetic so like when i was first diagnosed around 11 or 12 it was all like oh you have to be careful when you're doing exercise and stuff Mm -hmm. in case you get low blood sugars and uh you have to make sure you're doing this and that and other and in some ways, it, it, it puts a lot of people off doing exercise and, and off, puts a lot of people off challenging themselves with regards mm-hmm. to their fitness and stuff. And uh, I suppose when, but to me, like I, when people put a challenge to me, like I'm always one for for proving them wrong, the fact that I can do it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, although this fear was kind of in the back of my head or in my early years as a diabetic, the uh, my my stubbornness and sheer mm. wanting to just <clears throat> prove these people wrong mm-hmm. sort of came out on top, and then like I tried to keep push myself to do different things, yeah. and uh, I then started doing like tough mother races and stuff as well. And we've done a group of us <clears throat> keep doing them every year now. I think the last one there was my fourth one. So like, where and I I used to get like, I gave a couple of talks to to diabetics before like all these people were asking well how did you do this like Mm -hmm. like, what do you have in place and all this here and uh and you could see basically that these people were were very scared of the concept of of actually doing that it was it was odd but uh like and so in one way the fear was rational because yes they do have uh they do have this somewhat of a physical limitation but um they're, they're self imposing an yeah. excessive amount of limitation on themselves.
1: I think, even like another one that maybe people would <clears throat> uh, probably, probably a big, a big, fear, a big sort of fear that like a lot of people would have would be they're, they're scared of what people think about them. Mm. Isn't, that, isn't <clears throat> that a massive one? Especially oh, 100%. in this Instagram culture and. Um, just this whole social media, this whole social front or um, fear of not measuring up or feeling like inadequate or inferior to somebody else maybe who you see on Instagram or I think there, there, But genuinely I think even growing up there was this
0: whole sort of sense of fear of um, being being yourself. As that- well, uh, part of it's part of being a teenager is like being yeah, a but, te- but No, no, but I mean I'm agreeing with you, like pe- like being a teenager, so many people are just focused on on being popular and and you very, very quickly like even once you get to uni even you start to realise very quickly that uh <clears> or sort of that age anyway that, that people aren't all they're cracked up to be. But you can it's very easy to spot the people that still think it's all a mm. popularity contest. It's but so I, obvious. I
1: mean, I mean, there's people obviously that like, can start now as young as Whatever it is now. Whatever it is to get hold of a phone. Yeah. Um. But, at, like, there's so many people you meet that you can still you still sort of see that still some of are battling through even in their thirties or forties. You know. Mm. And,
0: uh, oh yes yeah, it's, it's very obvious that like, you can see that like, you see people on Instagram and like they're all, uh, like they all post like the exact same type of picture because they have this belief that posting this type of picture is the popular thing to do and Yeah. Or doing uh, this sort
1: of trend or saying this sort of thing or wearing something or buying something. And yeah. Like I think as you get older
0: you kinda get you kinda don't really care as much. Yeah. And I think it depends what like suppose it depends <clears> what your interest and in. Like, like if you're if you're interested in fashion then of course you're gonna be following fashion trends and stuff. But
1: not not even that. Like, I think obviously just even being more authentic to yourself, I think, as you're get, get older. I uh,
0: not doing something for other people. You don't. So. You don't
1: really care. You know, and it's, it's really interesting since since I've started doing that for myself so the last few years. Um, I've really noticed a few things like a freedom, like I, mm. like see headspace, like, like not worrying about people or thinking about what, or what they're going to think about what I said there or um. It really it's quite liberating in that sense. I definitely is. I think people relate to you a lot more. I think if you if you aren't scared to be yourself and say what you mean, and and literally make your decisions based on that, I think people like you a lot more. Yeah. Well, there's no
0: real hidden agenda. is this a real person I'm getting? Yeah.
1: All all that kind of stuff. But no, I think
0: I think yeah, that's that's a big fear. Like there's there's so many people out there that are scared to admit that they. They're interested in something, or they they've a they've a hobby that they like, uh, but they don't tell anyone because Mm -hmm. because they're they're fearful of of the what's that person going going to think about me or Mm -hmm. or uh, it's it's and it's really sad to see because like how how amazing could this person be at that hobby if Mm -hmm. if they just didn't have this uh, that mindset of 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 other people judging them all the time and like so uh, one one that I would have and and like I. I'll do whatever I want. Like I literally do not care what other people think about me in regards to my, like my hobbies and my yeah. interests and stuff. And it's it really is a liberating mindset to have because like I I'll uh, a cu- couple of weeks ago there we were we were away at Andrea Bocelli who's an uh, an opera singer mm-hmm. very famous opera singer and like people were asking saying usual thing well what are you doing next week or anything planned and I, I would say yeah, I'm going to this concert. And it's interesting to see, like, you can immediately see the people, the people who judge you, who, because it's not a mainstream mainstream thing necessarily to be interested in or, yeah, or go yeah. to, and you can kind of see like they're like they can barely contain their 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 laughter b- behind their their poker straight face, uh, but then there's other people who are like, oh, very good, that's interesting, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, and then you've maybe a, a smaller percentage of people who actually are interested in it as mm-hmm. well, but. The important thing for me was the fact that <clears throat> I was going to that concert because it was on my bucket list to do, because yeah. I wanted to hear this guy sing, and because I like his stuff, and it, it didn't matter to me the opinion of all these other people yeah. who, who were maybe did think it was a bit silly or a bit weird. Um, because those people weren't going to be at the concert, those people weren't going to be doing the singing, mm-hmm. those people aren't on my Spotify playlist, uh, those people don't have to listen to my Spotify playlist, and so on and so on. Like, I got to enjoy that concert because it was something that I was interested in, not because I had the permission of all these other so-called mainstream people. No, that's that's actually such an interesting segue, like like permission.
1: Um, they're so... <laughs> You know, like, like I think, what holds people back from maybe following their their dreams, or interests, or hobbies, or business ideas, is is the fear of maybe being accepted to do that, or, um, you know, I think they need they feel like they need permission to do something, mm. you know, and permission. That's definitely something that I I thought I needed to do, I thought I needed to get. When, when I started out my business I thought can I, can I really have a go at this can I really you know leave a job and the answer is yes of course you can but you have to be authentic and confident in your decision making and um, not be held back by you know again what other people think or is that mm. a good idea or is that and there's there's definitely even in the last few years there's been decisions I've had to make um, that I've had to make for myself or you know, based on what's best for me personally or what I feel is you know not based on anybody else or what, what their sort of setbacks
0: are or the reflections. Um, but no, it's, it's such an interesting thing. No, like well like my my biggest fear like which supersedes my fear of heights by a million percent is uh, like the fear of regret. Like, yeah. I, I am so, that, that is my number one fear by far. Like, I do not want to be sitting on my deathbed at 90 years old thinking to myself, what would it have been like to go to that Andrea Bocelli concert? Or what would it have been like to give Brazilian Jiu Jitsu a go? Or uh, what if I, I wish I bought that? Camera and tried to uh, try my hand at photography, or yeah. like it, that scares me so much, and like not like not experiencing the things that I, I may like, or, mm-hmm. or experiencing things that I dislike as well. Like that, it's all important, and in, in, in the long run, is is to just give things a go, and that like in my <clears throat> in my eyes, that's hands down my biggest fear is regret. Uh, I do not want to ever have to experience that in any way.
1: Well, is there any things that, here's an interesting one, I open up a whole can of worms. Is there anything that you, you maybe do regret that you haven't done, or something like that, or um maybe you felt thought that fear held you back, do you know what I mean? Is there anything you feel that, you, oh, I regret because I didn't do that, or...
0: Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, I
1: try to go so deep at half eight in the morning, like, but...
0: I'm trying to think. Um. <sharp inhale> no, nothing, nothing specifically. Um. <laughs> My only regret is not think like this earlier. I think <laughs> because, uh, like, yeah, there was uh, supposed maybe. I think it was more of a confidence thing though when I was sort of in the, like very early twenties mm-hmm. and late teens, uh, which maybe did hold me back a wee bit from sort of trying new things. But it's nothing specific. Like, but even like going back to back to that fear of heights and like seeing all those people abseiling down the side of this thing mm-hmm. and like. My my feeling of regret of not actually trying to push myself more and, and go abseiling is probably worse than the actual fear of, that I had of it at the time. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um like I that, like I really regret not doing that. It's I think Yeah, I think um
1: we will we all probably do have probably slight regrets of different things and i'm trying to think you know when i said that i'm trying to think of my own um i suppose though in one sense you can't really you can't really have regrets maybe i think i wish i would maybe went on
0: this journey that i'm on a bit earlier maybe but i think i i, I think i know where you're going because when at the time well there's a lot of things that yes I wish I'd done differently but I don't necessarily regret it at what I'd done at the time because it was the in my head it was it was the best thing to do at that given time and absolutely and so like it's it's not as if it's not as if I made a mistake or something I end up losing my house or something like that there yeah Uh, which obviously would be a a significant thing to, to regret about but like they're all wee nuances that Yes, you maybe wish you would have done slightly differently, but it's not. You, you've still got to where you are right now. I think. I think that's it. I think uh, that's probably because. Um, I think. I think it's the regret of not trying. I fear more than the regret of doing thing a certain something a certain way. I think.
1: Um, yeah, I, I think, I maybe used to maybe regret. But I think my thinking's changed in the sense that anything that. All, all, all your actions, all your short experiences there when you went through um, they, they all lead you to where you're at now and mm. even though <laughs> one regret I probably would have is that I probably should have saved more money over the years mm. you know I think because um, definitely it would have helped
0: ease in the business a bit easier um, but I think that's an, that's an important thing like people people have this fear that they that they're not meeting the same standards of other people so like mark's mark's mentioned there is his regret of not uh being more disciplined say with his finances when when he was when he was younger and putting more aside but then mm-hmm. like you've now learned that lesson like yeah. you know you now understand the uh the implications of of doing that properly mm-hmm. and but, but the thing is like no even even the guys that are very good at it um are like ma- made those same mistakes when they yeah. were younger as well like and, and marks went through that and ha- ha- he's, he's learned a life lesson because of it um so th- there's there's a certain importance to 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 learning those life lessons and and your your negative experiences opposed in the past are 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 a testament to that I
1: wouldn't even I suppose neg- negative negative.
0: Well, that's a pretty strong word. It's like, all
1: perspective, isn't yeah. it? Like, but it's actually even that me, my brother, and my mom I actually were chatting about the other day that um, you know if we'd both started out in business absolutely flying out the gate, you know we'd have probably took for granted a lot of things we probably wouldn't oh, have. Right. Had the mindset or resilience to maybe go through a tougher time, or um, because because business is hard, and
0: anyone can start a business with ten million yeah. in the bank, like yeah,
1: like like um. Like for me, there's been times in my business that I've had like I've had thousands on the table in and, and, and contracts or deals or whatever and they've all been sort of like wiped away. Hmm. You know, And obviously from that, like at the time that was quite annoying and all that kind of stuff, but um, the you overcome it and you kinda of get through it. But I suppose <clears throat> what you're trying about, if like say everything you you teed up, you smashed down the line and you got everything you wanted and everything that you chased after worked um i don't think
0: i would have probably leave in a better position i don't think it would so mm. um, i think that's like one of my bringing it back to to, to the topic of fear like my probably my, my second biggest fear is is not being able to not being able to provide mm. uh like a, as a husband and and and, whatnot and like.
1: I think,
0: I, think, that's, I think that's every man's sort of Yeah, I think it's unbuilt in us. Uh, and I think it's an important thing to have because but I think my my fear of my fear of that is reinstated uh, by I suppose like our my my income or my family's income when I was younger was was okay but it was never it was never Balomina Academy okay if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like it was never like it was no way ever middle class at all, and like we, we were a family that did have to like did have to take their budget into consideration and and plan things around that and and sort of make do without all the like the foreign holidays that everyone else in school was going to every year and like I was never without anything, but I could see that the impact that that, that would have and uh and so I think then that sort of spurred me on to to try and uh. Uh, try try and work even harder and i could see i also saw people that had uh, like their family's income was was even less than ours and and then of course you, you read of different things as well and and you see see evidence of other people and uh, and they're just not uh, not doing uh they can't even get the basics type thing and i think the fear of ever <coughs> ever reaching that and, and not being able to, to give i suppose my my, my wife and uh in any possible future family that we might have it is, is so strong that uh, I want to like, just try and do so much to try and prevent that. So that's, that's probably another big fear. So
1: here, here's like one and only something that I really re- only realised recently. Um, Because of failure, or not failure um, that's week three or something but um, the fear um, probably fear of what people think and all that kind of stuff and I think even being at the school, being in the academy, or whatever. He had that sort of fear of oh, being, being found out or not fitting in, and I, I remember. And <clears throat> at the time, like like obviously my viewpoint in that has completely changed now, but um at the time. Sort of first, second, third year, it was around the time my dad went self employed, so he was building a business, and but I remember there was one morning, <laughs> over a car he was driving conked out (laughs) I can push it down the drive and of course like when you're 13 or 14 based on everybody else's reception was and Mm. all that kind of stuff you're pure mortified like and like I ran away yeah and like now I'm like flip me what an absolute prick I was like you know like like, you'd be so embarrassed of yourself now if you've seen that because you would laugh and you'd run out and help them yeah absolutely and because it's like, fair play to the lad that dad to do that and he flip and start a business and it's actually funny I would never actually advise any of my clients to do that and they start a business when you have a wife and two kids and a house to pay for, you know um, unless you can pay for that because it's, it's quite stressful but um, nevertheless, my dad, Big Derek he, that's what he done and I genuinely think that's amazing and respect them so, so much for that um, but because of that fear of what people thought, or, or the, the academy, or this snooty thing, like mm. um, me and Andy were pure like, mortified. But now, like, like I was actually thinking about it the other day, and I was actually really annoyed at myself. <laughs> Something that happened like fifteen years ago, like yeah, you know, um, you can maybe say that was regret or or whatever. But again, it's probably based on the scenario, this think the. the, the, the um, the context and all that kind of stuff back in the day, but but again, there are things to learn from. Absolutely, I think because I've learned, I've learned that I've been through that, and and loads of ways things that shape you. You know, I think as a result, I, I'm I'm definitely a better person now. Yeah, and I think, um, as you said, like if, if everything lined up and went the way they they would and all smooth then there would be no character in life are yeah. the same you know So of course so I think I think what we're trying to say today is really try and address your fear um, because fear and anxiety really can be sorted out like, like I've seen the anxiety the other day um, you just have to start doing stuff
0: yeah like know? I've if I've been listening to uh, David Goggins book Can't goodness. Hurt Me which is absolutely amazing by the way if anyone ever
1: he is the most amazing impressive coolest guy
0: it's it's honestly it's one of the best books i've ever uh, well I'm, I'm it's an audiobook so i'm listening to it but i'm like the actual book is is amazing as well and it's a big thing which he he pushes is if you're if you're scared of say I don't know say if you're scared say if you're significantly overweight and have no fitness at all but you would love to be able to do say a marathon or something but you're scared of what people think or you're scared of your inability to to run and like he literally says like the 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 responsibility is all on you and all that fear is all uh self-imposed and like literally in more or less in a roundabout way it just tells you to get out there and just do it like if so with me uh, over, over the next year, like I'm as I said at the start, I'm going to try and make a pledge, to, like do things which I'm purposely scared of doing. So like heights is a big thing. So I'm gonna like there's a couple of places in Northern Ireland do like do bungee jumps, and eventually I'm hoping to maybe do one at some stage. And eventually down the line, I want to I want to do like a skydive or something, like a proper one, and like just to try and prove to myself that like those kind of fears are, are all self-limiting like I'm I'm not like right now like I'm 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 putting in place the, the, the very steps that I was saying about regret that at 90 years old I, I'd be sitting thinking what would a skydive be like and that was all that, that regret would be in place simply because of my own self-fear of I suppose, falling out of an aeroplane, which, when you think about it, is a pretty normal thing to be scared about. But uh, it's definitely something that I want to try and push myself towards instead of shying away from, which David Goggins is all for. Like He just, he doesn't beat around the bush. No, he's
1: genuinely... He's the most coolest, inspiring man, and he's, he's really scary. Because mm. I think when somebody like him who's been through a lot and realises it actually... He is pretty unhurtable or mm-hmm. something nobody can hurt him really in that sort of sense, or regardless of what life throws at him, he I like, guess kinda like formidable. You're kinda oh I need to maybe step up my game a bit. Yeah. You
0: know, it's like no cause no matter no matter what your own circumstances are, there's always someone out there who has who's had a worse time than you.
1: You know, so so yeah, um <clears throat> fear is an interesting thing. Um we just got a visitor today, he just kind of came in. Are you going to say hello, are you going to ruin it and just say hello, are you? I don't want to ruin your broadcast, cause well, it's very good, but we're quite interested in it. He's just sure. ruined it. We just want to welcome on Jason Harvey from GoFit.
0: <laughs> one of our biggest fans. Well, well, hello, one of hello, the best the mates.
1: <laughs> no, boys, Give us tell us a <laughs> step a bit here. No, I step closer I, Just it I, re- I love wrecking the place. What's the topic today,
2: boys?
0: What's your number one fear, Jason? What are you scared of, guys? <laughs> um, my
2: number one fear. My number
1: one fear. Is this me hmm. serious now? Like, no, no, I'm actually serious for the for the first time ever. We've talked about fear, of regret. See, fear I, of what people think. Yeah. Fear of public speaking. I
2: think it, my naivety of when I was a kid, I probably was fear, feared of. I was, fe- you know, fearing of of other people's opinions of me. Mm. Um, I'm also fear of. I
1: did fear of failure, but I didn't put it out there. Mm. there was fear of failure, and obviously, it's a massive thing now. This is actually yeah. really interesting because, like, for most people that know Jason, he's one of the most confident, <laughs> like, energy given people. Like, like. I know Andy has nuts. like has like absolutely loved it. We go fit because like you've really spurred him on to be oh, more confident. now going, you know, but yeah. he, yeah, you need, you need Jason Harvey in your life. Basically, oh, I don't know
2: about that. Like yeah. you, you, need to be a wee bit of pinch of salt. You need a wee. only small bites. <laughs> small bites of Harvey.
1: Maybe five minutes a month, and you're you're flying like you know. Um, yeah.
2: Oh, no. I, I don't know. I mean, my yeah. fear fear is. Um, yeah, it's it's quite all encompassing, com- like a, a lot of life, and I think it's, it comes with experience. I think fear is always going to be there and in life. It's just how you actually manage it, probably more so than anything else. Yeah. like people, people try. Oh, I'm never scared of anything. But you are.
0: It's a lot it's of rubbish. Silly, it's
2: yeah. silly. You can't not be scared of something. Yeah, um,
0: <clears throat> I, I know. I know. So fear is a challenge. Of course. To you try know, and like like what I was saying about mm-hmm. the heights. There, like like that's not yeah. like I don't want to let that limit me in anything that I want to do in life. So yeah. I want to try and challenge myself. So I'm no longer scared of it which is probably why like Mark's saying how Jason's very confident now like you want to get that confidence mm-hmm. through pushing yourself through that kind of fear and so Jason you quite
1: seen your elite athletic background and I think from that because he's realised a lot of his potential you're confident and mm-hmm. you're but it's, it's so funny like we, we, we love it because like when Jason's in their room he feels like everybody wants to speak to him <laughs>
2: I don't know about that. I is, I, I, no, I, I really go
0: there and
1: annoy people. with
0: well, probably more sort of this, than this is, is this classic. I think because you that that's another that's a good point actually about that. So like Jason, Jason found his foot in in, in athletics, mm-hmm. but I think that's a very important again David Goggins David Goggins talks about this and what the David fact. Goggins or
2: David Goggins actually ironically.
0: So like he he would say that finding your comfortable place is the place that you shouldn't be. Yeah. Because you get too confident and you, you start you start to first of all take for granted where mm-hmm. where you're at. And secondly, you don't apply as much effort to the other areas in your life because you get complacent. Like, yeah, I that's the word I was looking for. You get complacent in, in the in the comfortable places where you are.
2: Yeah, I would agree. I think I, actually that was a good example from when we came into GoFit we started yeah. go I'm not going to bring it to a GoFit podcast. No, no, but GoFit. Honestly, no, but that is kind of what's happened with it. I think yeah. that, as you just exactly said, like I was comfortable in athletics and I was mm-hmm. comfortable at that stage, and then I came into here and my whole world turned upside down. <laughs> the mentors in here going, "What are you playing at?" And you can you you doubted every yeah. second of your business. Like literally, I can remember coming in here with Andy and the two of us looking at each other going. Is this business any use? Do you know what I mean? And then obviously now at the point where we're like, oh my gosh, like that has helped us so much. Yeah. That, it, the fear of the fear of failure. Was, yeah. that was
1: one of it, but was a fear. It's of... It's a
0: massive one actually. It's yeah. a massive sense of responsibility and yeah. stuff that you have in those kind of scenarios. But it's yeah. it's important that you experience that. Like For if sure, you if yeah. you came into a place like this here and you didn't experience that fear of failure and that that fear of uh, of having that responsibility, like would you have worked as hard? It like it's it's oh, really an important
1: no, really thing it's, to have. It's so interesting, I think, because um, same amount of doubt you get in business. Oh, really goes. Like oh, <laughs> daily basis, really you're kind of going. What
0: is the point? Why? That's what business is. Like it's, it's yeah, just an element of risk at every turn, and one person's right way is another person's wrong way, and.
2: I suppose that's why whatever you say about like happiness and things I suppose that's one thing that I kind of drive myself off is yeah. just being yeah. happy to go yeah. right this is the next day this is a brand new day this is a brand new chapter and a brand new part of the I mean, book it's something that Do you know
1: definitely I know both me and Andy really appreciate it over time it's like there's yeah. like, like, no new 10 years now Like, and it's always it's been um, it's just you're always just giving life it's just yeah. really cool you that's know okay. but oh, I'm glad I do that
2: that's kind of one thing I like to do morning laughed at us he said wait well, are you ever
1: unhappy <laughs> <laughs> I
2: said, well you don't see me
1: in dying days but <laughs> <laughs> no but like that's the I mean but we all get them but of course. Um, no fear of like what did I say there was fear of like a bit, sorry. no no we're fine like I, I'm trying to think there's something was thinking about there like um. I don't know Fear of achieving your potential or lack like of not, not, achieving, not achieving your potential? Is that something that you would struggle with? Yeah,
2: or? no, I think that's probably another one of the things I did, whatever, I, again, I keep referring back to my athletics.
1: Well, talk, talk about your athletics because a lot of people maybe don't know your
2: background. Um, yeah, so um competed for about ten uh, since I was about eight years old, actually, um, in athletics. I uh, got in there, involved with my parents. Mum used to coach me, a lot of school, did a lot of underage level, competed for Arnhem when I was... 16, 16, 17, yeah. Went to World Junior Champs in Poland, big gosh in Poland. Mm. First time I'd experienced being away from a sort of family from a long, long, long sort of different country. Um, did, went through the junior ranks, did okay, didn't do anything miraculous, didn't take mm-hmm. over the world then. Um, and then finally ended up uh, going to Europeans at, in 2012, um, my first junior cap. And then Commonwealth Games twenty fourteen, and then again. So it kind of like it it, it it was, in my opinion, it was a good career. It wasn't mm. a great career. It was good. Was um, I did a few things, but I, I think you, you always and then I was referring back to business is you always you always think of what the things I could have done, and should mm-hmm. have done, and, and maybe at the time I was inexperienced that I didn't actually do it because I was scared.
1: Do you but know, there's, there's even even ever you said there in terms of like competing going new places getting your senior cap there's so many environments that anybody else would have been scared yeah and they you just had to kind of swallow that like a fight or flight kind of moment like you know and like there's so many times that we all go through that Mm -hmm. yeah you know should say this do that or Mm -hmm. You know, it was a terrifying moment, I remember the first
2: time I ever actually went away, and I can't for the life of me remember what country it was, and I went away, and I did not know what I was doing, so I, went, I remember going to the place, getting picked up, so you get picked up by mm. um, someone at the airport, so it's almost mm. like, like chauffeur service, you get picked up at <laughs> the airport, brought to a hotel, Given a pack of what you're doing and then you just get given you're in a random country, no one's speaking English. Now this is when I'm like sixteen here, and no one's speaking English. And I'm thinking, <laughs> What am I doing? I'm a northern Irish boy going, where am I going here? Like what am I doing with myself? Jason's been out of Belfast four times. Uh, East Belfast is my happy place. Um everywhere else in Belfast is great as well too, but- <laughs> um, but yeah, I went to kind a country, always went down to breakfast and was like, so where, where's my, you know, where's my yeah. cereal? Where's my really nice cereal that I have in Northern Ireland or maybe a nice porridge? No, it was ham and cheese. Ham and cheese.
0: Continental breakfast. Continental breakfast.
2: Now at that stage, I didn't have a baldy clue what this was. And I thought, gosh, am I actually going to eat this or what's <laughs> going to happen? Am I just going to have to starve for the rest of the day? And i going up to the Lidl and just thinking, what am I doing with my life? Why am I here? And then he ended up competing and doing quite well. But I was like, this is the weirdest experience and I was on my own. So I was literally mm, yeah. completely on my that's own. Great. But I, I learned that I learned to learn curve adapt. I learned to adapt it. That's, that's I was such a residing memory I have. I have a picture in my head right now. Very strange. And now I <laughs> think about the environments and times that you have done that since it's mm. so easy. Yeah, no, that, I think that comes back to like it goes into like what I'm doing now, like for presentations and like talking to people and like the things you say, for example, yeah. walking up to someone like I because I went to a foreign country, talked to someone that didn't speak English, mm-hmm. and now I can talk to someone who
1: can speak English, so. hopefully. <laughs> for example, recently, the Advent Finals, yes. the bigs for a um, competition <laughs> and thing that GoFit were involved in that they won two awards at in big night. It's bigs mm-hmm. for a banquet evening celebration mm-hmm. thing at the waterfront. Mm-hmm. But these two guys, <laughs> they say that the pitch in front of all these investors and all these people dressed as a 118 man yes 700, <laughs> or 700 people so all that <laughs> you know and, um, actually there was a guy an established the other day Andy. and they, yeah. they said oh I'm doing got business go fit go fit I've heard of go fit You should lose guys at the (laughs) waterfront. You're the guy with the hair. Oh, dear, I know. know, It's a ballsy move. But you (laughs) know what (laughs) I want. not being
2: scared to do that. I'll tell you. Andy's going to hate me for telling the story, but I'm going to tell you briefly. But basically... On the, so I had the idea about three weeks before maybe, maybe not even that long before, weeks two weeks there, before yeah. even, like it was very yeah. tight. And I just went on Amazon on my phone, and went oh, sure, here. let's get all stuff. Went on and found a me package for next to nothing online, and thought, you know what, if this arrives, it arrives, if it doesn't yeah. And I actually completely forgot about it until like two days before, and I was like, oh gosh, oh God, what are we gonna do for this? Oh gosh, we haven't even practiced for this? I don't wanna say that, but anyway, yeah. I did. I uh, didn't really do a great deal of practicing before it went on. And on the morning of the event awards, didn't the package arrive with the 118 costumes?
0: (laughs) And I looked at Andy and went, Andy,
2: we're doing this. Sorry, we're doing it. So (laughs) we went on practice for about half an hour, an hour up in one of the rooms, literally practice at at this one minute pitch with our 118 costumes on, (laughs) like outfit blunkers. Leo, our intern, had to like record us to say like to to, re- like, to work out if it was okay or just to stand in the room if <laughs> it was okay. And that so then that was the start of it. Then I went into the actual event awards and we were both of us were just laughing our heads off, thinking, what are we doing here? Are we actually doing this? Congrats. So before the actual event awards itself, there was a wee walk around with the actual proper mm-hmm. investors. This guy came from like Saudi um and was absolutely minted. And he looked at us and he started doubting our idea, and this is a oh, wearing dear. full clothes, <laughs> not 118 costumes. So I was thinking, this could be an epic failure. <laughs> and then basically Andy afterwards was like, Jeez, I can't do this. We can't, we can't do this. Like, we're we're going to look like absolute plonkers. We're literally going to look like dates in front of a lot of people. And I said, you know, Andy, if these people don't like us who we are, then, mm. then, oh, good, then, I, really then, I, then I don't want them to be involved with our company. I don't want them to be there with yeah. us. You know, so that was the kind of the catalyst at that point. And then we went and did it, and I think it was the funniest thing I've ever done. A possibly the funniest thing I've ever done, and it actually worked really well because I think I, we actually did it. I was I thought mm. we were going kind to of, like mess up. Won. Uh, we won. We won. We won. One best pitch, um, and <sighs> thinking
1: of people that were there that night that we're probably drinking too much and don't remember, remember you guys. <laughs> that's the thing, yes. <clears throat> well, <clears> I like your man I thought that was so funny, I think. <laughs> yeah. You, knew <you>, <laughs> oh, know, go fit, i But
2: like the fear of that, like I, was, mm-hmm. I honestly was terrified. I was terrified and I never told Andy
1: I was actually terrified of it, but I was like, you know what, we have to do this. See, that, have that to itself's it. a lesson. Like, 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 and how, how did you conquer that? Like, how did you come over that? Like, overcome that? I just thought to myself,
2: I just, this is, this is, this is kinda of me. It's
0: kinda a like, weird version
2: of me, but I, I
1: like if you think of the scenario though, like, like you're gonna pitch a, a big startup, of yeah. get an investment and meeting the right yeah. people in the growth uh-huh. business yes. and you're faced with <laughs> this like really mad idea. It's oh, gonna I mean, make yeah. you look like an absolute idiot. Yeah. It's gonna make you look like are these guys really serious about their that's idea? That's All right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And like how did, how did you
2: just? Yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, that 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 was a that is something that always
2: goes through our head. Whatever we are, just our general like uh-huh. my general person. Like Andy and I are quite relaxed and quite chilled, and everyone goes, "Oh well, you, you knew take the mic. You don't, but you know you yeah. don't concentrate in the workplace and stuff." And we're like, "No, we do. We just want to have a happy workplace because a happy mm. workplace is an effective workplace." Yeah. So like, I think at that day in time, I think it was like so quick. Uh-huh. I don't think we really put an awful lot of time and effort into thinking about it, because had we done that, <laughs> I think it probably wouldn't have actually done it now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just think uh, we just said, you know what, just do it. Absolutely, it was a simple cool. of matter of just going, just mm-hmm. do it. It's absolutely,
0: class. So, so. Well, it's a big, like, uh, it's obviously, doing something like that is obviously a risky thing to do, mm-hmm. but, and it's paid off well for yourselves, yeah. but at the same time, it's, it's sort of, it cements who you and Andy are as as actual individuals, and like people can whether whether a person there actually liked your business idea or not is irrelevant because they were able to see that you're being honest with who you and Andy were yeah, as individuals, yeah. and that's a big thing in business and Absolutely. and in life in general is that people people aren't pretending to be someone else. Yeah. So those investors who uh, who did. Uh, are those people who do believe in your business, or then like they're doubling down on how much they are believing in you because they're also believing in who you are, who you guys are yeah. as people? Yeah, well, no, it's no. really
1: interesting because we were saying actually earlier about often and <laughs> people are so scared to be themselves. Yeah, I agree. You know, and I think even from investors and people, kind of like influence that type of idea that mm-hmm. they're not going to connect. with People that aren't themselves. I know because you can see through somebody that's trying to be the person oh, that's bad, that they awesome. think that you want them to be, mm-hmm. even though it's like... You just want them to be yourself, and yes. I think that's why like used two definitely within GoFit have connected with so many people mm. because you're just so authentic and yeah. just so yourself. Yeah, you I know. think that's kind of what I wanted to do with social media. Like, that was my idea mm-hmm. right from the start. Because mm-hmm.
2: at the end of the day, a lot of companies are so are as you said so fake and so mm. like we are this, we are that. Where well, I said we're not. We are we are Andy and Jason, mm. and we are GoFit. as funny. As like, do
0: you know? Do you know how that you know like, you'll get? you'll get businesses every so often and they'll, there'll be a charity of trend to like kind of sponsor and give money to or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And you have to kind of think, well, how much does Starbucks really care about about like exactly. I don't know like homeless people or exactly. like about how uh, like starving people in Africa and things yeah. like or are they just doing it to to sort that's of yeah stop. to to yeah. look I good? Know, I know it's well, I'm just using it, like nothing against Starbucks or <laughs> African countries or anything, but
2: <laughs>
0: yeah that's true yeah town established. established yeah he
2: <laughs> <You> just gives a ribbit
1: off all the shops in Northern we're, we're all we're eights. all coffee snobs. <laughs> Um, no I think what, what time are we on here anyway
0: uh, 47 minutes oh absolutely splendid
1: Ooh. sorry I bulked that I no mean. no you done well He guys came in like a really good timing Give you that energy level didn't he it? It? Yeah. He did he it? just <laughs> he just pushed me you know <laughs> oh, that's um, nice. I think to wrap up I think um, try and face your failure that's basically what we're saying yeah. you know, I think no, I agree. The failure can be so limited in your life especially mm-hmm. when they are irrational mm-hmm. you know if they're maybe what if you're scared of what people think of you, or scared of public speaking, or, yeah. like those are the things that if you deal with, are really going to excel your life. <clears throat> They're yeah. the ones that going to like mm-hmm. you're going to find so much fruit in, if you can actually do that. Like, if you're scared of maybe speaking to people, if you deal with that, you could find that how much how
0: much, much value there yeah, is in how it, how much
1: life you're going to improve. Yeah. You know, so yeah, any, what... any closing thoughts, gentlemen? Yeah. Well, there's a nice quote from um,
2: well when I read Paulo Coelho's book. Uh, for sort of goals and goal setting is is mm-hmm. if you aim for the moon, if you don't get there, you land amongst land land amongst the stars.
0: Mm. That's great. Like that. That's great. So Jason, tell tell everyone where they can find you.
2: Well, you can find me anywhere. Find me on the mobile. <laughs> you can find us as a as a company on uh, GoFit.ie or uh, any of the social medias. GoFit G O F Y T. That's Thank
0: you great. Very much. Right, guys. Thanks. Thanks very much.
1: Absolute pleasure, sir. a bunch gentlemen. See you soon. Thanks, guys.